Thank you. I appreciate it, Cliff. Thank you. <laughs> um, and of course, now before we get into it, um, guys, if you have not listened to one episode, uh, let alone like the first episode, please stop listening to this right now. Go listen to those first and then come back uh, and listen to us because we're going to talk about a few things that may spoil the story for you. Um, so let's get that out of the way first. Uh, and then after that, let's jump into it. Ben, now, you know, me and you, of course, we've, we've known each other for quite some while. And, yeah. And, you know, I know how you came about this project. You know how you came about this project. Sure. Will you please tell the listeners how you first got involved with the Virtuous Arts? Yeah, man. Uh, so... I guess from from my recollection, at least, uh, you know, which can be spotty. I apologize for that. But um, uh, it's it's essentially I'd been um, really interested in in taking on uh, some sort of uh, voice role. And, uh, you know, I've been kind of looking everywhere. I'd like started getting equipment and, you know, I really wanted to do this. Uh, And uh, every every time that I I talk to Cliff or saw Cliff post something, it was always, you know, he, he was he was writing these stories, he was working on RPGs, and just all I saw was this flow of creativity constantly coming out of the guy. And so I uh, I just 
I knew, and I mean, look, I mean, you got to think about it. It's literally exactly what somebody who's aspiring to be a voice actor needs to be connected with. It's the person who's generating the content with, um, you know, with which a, an, a voice actor can can try to breathe life into. And that's, you know, really what I wanted to do. And so I uh, I, I approached Cliff one time, you know, uh, when we're, uh, we were talking and I was like, hey, man, you know, if you ever... Uh, if you ever need anything, if you ever have any characters at all that need voice, you tell me, and I will be there, and we can work this out. Uh, and boy, did he fuck up, because I went home right into there. I was like, bet. Dude. Right <laughs> you went hard, man. You went hard, for sure. <laughs> I was not prepared, but I'm, dude, I'm more than happy to be a part of it. So, this has been great. Thank you, man. And you did. You brought, you know, Ben, you brought, like, Kato to life, and I just... An accurate title as well. It's not forget about you know, and the relationship between you and Antra is just it's it's awesome. It's it's great chemistry all throughout uh, the series, like so far, and I mean even in the first episode, it's uh, amazing. So uh, thanks, man. I, I just I'm just glad that you actually got on and wanted to like yeah no of course you know because I mean you're so talented. It's crazy. I appreciate it, man. Um, I really do. So are you, dude? No Oh, stop it, stop it. <laughs> First, I ask you, because this is going to be unique to you, because your, your character is very big, is how does it feel being the major focus in Virtuous Orphans right now? Oh, man. You're, you're in the middle of everything, so how does yeah. that feel? Oh, man, I, I, well, for one, I don't feel nearly uh, worthy to be central in this story. I was thinking along the lines of, you know, I thought I'd be like a, like a cart pushing guy, you know, like, oh, sir, your, your, your cabbages, you know, I, I was thinking it would be something like that, you know, but no, uh, Cliff's like, let's, let's put this guy as the central role. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm all about it. I am, you know, I'm here for it. So, but, uh, Man, it's uh, it's really cool, um, and I'm just doing my best to uh, give the right vibe, right? You know, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I embody this in the way that uh, a main character should, and so that's all I all I all I feel is the need to just try even harder, you know? Oh, dude, and you do it because there's so many so many good scenes. We're gonna get into that in a minute, but first, before we get into that, tell us like within the first um, episode, which is basically like you got up to the point. Uh, where you guys are basically, you found out about the syndicates, you're about to go uh, investigate what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that entails uh, the conversation between you and Edgar Tidewell, you going to see Jake at Belltech. Um, how did you prepare for the role of Kato? Like, what, what helped you, or what did you do to kind of get into the role? Because you just did it. I mean, spot on. <laughs> spot on. Oh man. Uh, well, I mean, as far as as far as Kato goes, uh, that's you know, I guess the same guy that I have in my head whenever I'm playing an RPG, right? Like it's just it's it's a version of me that's better. You know, it's the it's the the guy that I could have been if I wasn't born on the real world. I could have, <laughs> you know. So that's just I've been I've been de- developing that that mental image for most of my gaming career. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was that one was easy to step into, I guess. Uh, uh, the the really, it just um, I don't know. As far as as far as him, it's just uh, it it literally is just trying to re- reaching deeper into myself into into you know that level of fantastical. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Now tell me, 
because you know you and Will, of course, y'all have been friends for like forever. Yeah. Um, and you know, I did the interview with him, and he kind of spoke on it. But tell me a little bit more about the chemistry between Kato and Andro, like when you guys were doing this, because you guys were in the studio together, and, you know, and it wasn't like like in the studio together. Yeah, but you guys were in the same place recording. Oh yeah. How did that work out for you? And how did that help? Oh, that that was uh, you know, that was just like hanging out with your best friend as it what as it were, you know, like we're just um it's so easy to vibe uh, you know, with Will just because he's you know, we've been doing it for so long. We we met early college and it's just always been uh you know, we've always we've always held uh, just interesting conversation, and so it's really easy uh, to be given a prompt between me and him, and just work with it. And uh, and so yeah, no chemistry is super easy uh, when it when it comes to working with him. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, we were still getting a lot of the stuff ready in the studio, so it was all very uh, prototype kind of stage. Uh, and working through it with him was really a pleasure. It just was. Uh, you know, it took away it took away that like fear of what I'm doing uh, because I'm no longer just going off into the unknown by myself trying to figure everything out. I've got you know I've got my good friend here with me and we're working through it at the same time and it's it's a good time. We're having fun. So that's, that's a, now and, and, and talk more about that. How like when you guys sat down and did the scene like in the office. And then with Edgar Todwell, like, how is that? Because you have to switch between two different people. Right. You did it perfectly. Like, everybody from, like, the early soft launch of this was like, yo, like, who's Edgar Tidewell? <laughs> you know, this guy's, like, he's the guy to watch for. It. And then on top of that, they're like, yo, like, Ben was doing some real acting. I was like, I know, I know, that's Ben. He's a real voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. You know, I don't know. Tell us, tell us more about that scene. Uh, so, I mean, okay, so I did, I did record them separately. So, like, we did, um, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was me and Will. So it was Kato and Andro, uh, and we did that back and forth first, and then I went back, and then I did the the Edgar Tidewell stuff, and um, and so at that point it was. Uh, really just taking, you know, the, the, the key words that you had given us in the, uh, in the dialogue and, you know, I'm, we're seeing words like syndicate and we're seeing, you know, just really, um, you know, the, the world that's being painted here, Edgar just to me sounded like this guy that's seen some stuff and been around some things. And so he doesn't, you know, he, he's going to be contemptuous for these, these young, you know, private eyes he's a private investigator he's gonna be like he's gonna he's not gonna truly respect them but he's still gonna he, he's still gonna you know have these conversations in a way that that makes him feel superior and so um that's kind of what i was going for and, and can i just say man like you did that so well because you made that voice to where he's like talking to them but he's talking over them obviously and he just lets them know like you're, you're pathetic you're beneath you know, right, he, he, right. That's a good point. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is this is real. You know? <laughs> Thanks, um, man. I, I do that. That's one of my like favorite scenes while editing. Is that because that just shows the dynamic of one you and and uh, Andro, but also you between like playing your character of Cato and playing the character of Edgar Tidewell because it was just two very different spectrums. And you just nailed it. Thank you, man. Uh, I really appreciate it. Really neat. Um. And then, like, so my other question is, 
how do you feel about the world that your your characters are in as it is now? Like in terms of like how did you feel about going from the detective office to Veltech Solutions? Like how, what do you think about the world around you? Oh man. Around your character? It, it seems so, uh, I guess, fast-paced. Like, the the world seems to operate in this, like, you know, uh, well, I mean, it seems futuristic because, uh, you know, it feels exactly like what we see in, in other media where everybody kind of gets in this mode of, like, you know, we're doing it right now. We're just, we're, we're trying to get, get what we want done. And it just feels very futuristic in that everyone's kind of about themselves and, and handling what they need to handle and doing it right now. And uh, I don't know. I, I really enjoy uh, that kind of, of setting, and and uh, you know, I love exploring it. it. Seems really really interesting to me for sure. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now to go further into your characters, of course. What what do you like most about Kato so far that you've played into him? Like, what do you think is like? How do you feel about the character? Uh, I mean, it, I like the dynamic. I like the duality of what he's got going on uh, because uh, at the same time that he's this, like, you know, more or less lawful good, you know, yeah, okay, we got to get some stuff done, you know, whatever, me and my buddy, we got to get some stuff done. But for the most part, we're handling business and we're doing it in the, you know, the way that, the the best way we can without getting ourselves in trouble. Um but also, you know, he's got like this sordid past and it's like, you know, he's working really hard to 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 see, you know, to kind of keep that keep that low key. And it's like, you know, what is that? What's going on? And so um, I like that. Uh, I like that he's got he's got more than one thing going on. I like the, the layers to the character. That's what's up. OK, OK. And how does that when you. I guess when you, you sit there and you, you play that or you talk about his duality and what he's got going on, how does that influence you when you play the character? Um, like when you're talking to Entra or you're just talking to just normal characters, uh, some of the other people you talked to in episode one, like Jay, things like that. Like How does that prepare you for how you should approach him? Like, Do you approach it differently or do you just like, okay, I got I think I have this mindset generally of how I want him to react. Let me go. Or do you react differently to whoever you're talking to? Uh, well, I mean, it really, it definitely depends on the subject matter because I guess um, I feel like, you know, someone, someone in his, in his position is going to be very, you know, very easy to talk to people and, you know, can, can kind of, shoot the shit off the top, you know, like we can have basic whatever conversation and there's nothing to worry about, but it's when, it's when he's dealing with people that are close to him and that he's dealing with information that kind of pertains to what he doesn't want to talk about. He starts, he starts to tighten up a little bit. He gets a little more stern and he, you know, he's, it, it becomes something else where it's like, okay, well, we're not, we're not just on, on this happy, you know, uh, we're BSing right now kind of conversation. No, this is like, you know, Hey, let's either, Let's either not talk about this at all, or you know, I'm gonna. Oop, hang on, one second. My bad. Oh, that's okay. Uh, or 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 he's just you know, he's he's either trying to avoid it or he's trying to do his best to 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 play it to low key it so that it doesn't seem suspicious. I guess. Okay. All right. Now, and, and here's the, the big question because, of course, this is gonna be a two part interview, guys. Uh, so one of the other questions I'm gonna ask you before we jump into episode two and 
they have to log off for next time, uh, is what do you see, um, as far as like episode one, which I've kind of described what happens in that first episode for you. Um, and guys at home, the only reason why I'm doing that is because these guys have listened and they've like, you know, dealt with many different versions of this than you have. So I have to specify to them because it's been a while for all of us to go back. To <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> um, what do you think the future holds right now? Because I'm going to ask you this question again uh, later on when we talk. But what do you think the future holds for Kato? Uh, based on what you've seen so far, or what we've seen in episode one, like, oh, how do man. you think uh, things are gonna happen? That's hard. That's super hard. I, I mean, I, I see. Uh, of course, there's just gonna be a whole lot of him trying to figure out. Uh, what he wants to do, really. You know, what is he gonna do with this information? Who's he gonna let in? Uh, how's he gonna protect what he feels like he needs to protect? Like, it's, it's all gonna be. Uh, it's it's going to be some pretty big decisions he's going to have to make, is what I have in my mind at least. Uh, and so I no, I have no clue really what he's going to have to deal with. No, I'm 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 as on the edge of my seats as I'm sure the listeners are. It's just like man, where where's this going? <laughs> right, right, okay, all right. Well, listen, guys, we're going to stop here for you, uh, and I want you to check out the second part of this when it releases, probably in about the next two weeks. So when episode three drops, you'll definitely hear part two to this because we're going to get into a little bit more with Kato. But until next time, guys, this has been Virtuous Talks, and I'll see you next time.